0: Bob, Bob Bernie, Bernie Live. Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Some interesting hearings on uh, Capitol Hill the last couple of days. Uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray has been uh, sitting uh, in the House of Representatives. And uh, he has been peppered with questions about, well, many things, Um, the unequal treatment of uh, the Biden family and the Trump family. Uh, Is there anybody that is breathing that doesn't see the double standard? I mean, seriously, anybody that doesn't see the double standard? Uh, He was asked about that. Uh, He was asked about the leaked memo uh, where the FBI drafted a so-called radical traditionalist Catholic ideology um, review. This FBI memo that was not drafted in the home office, it was up in New England. But it basically said that Traditional Catholics were like terrorists, and the FBI should infiltrate those churches because who knows what those radical, traditional Catholics would do. Now, to his credit, when Christopher Ray found out about this program, he immediately stopped it and initiated an investigation which is where Jim Jordan and FBI Director Christopher Ray came in conflict. Jim Jordan wanted to know who put the memo together. Christopher Ray said, can't tell you. Uh, what exactly did it say? Can't tell you. Uh, where are you at in the investigation? Can't tell you. Uh, Has anybody been disciplined for something so blatantly unconstitutional? Can't tell you. He, He refused to answer any of the questions, said we're investigating it. And he didn't use these words, but he basically said, when we're ready, we will tell you what we want you to know. Nothing more and not a moment sooner. Um, I don't know whether I would call it arrogant, but it's certainly stonewalled. And there were some other hotly contested moments as well. Now, here's something to consider. And please, 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 don't accuse me of being anti-Trump. Okay? Don't accuse me of being anti-Trump that I am pro-thinking, all right? I have said this over and over and over again. No Christian should give absolute unconditional loyalty to anybody but Jesus. I'm not anti-Trump, but I am very disturbed by Christians who treat Trump like the fourth person of the Trinity, He can walk on water. He can heal the sick. Maybe he can raise the dead. Uh, No matter what he does, it's right. It's good. No matter what he says. No matter where he goes. No, 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 no. He did many wonderful things as president. If you were listening to me during the Trump presidency, I often praised Donald Trump for keeping his promises, doing this, doing that, and so forth. I also criticized him. But when we look at the upcoming presidential election, I think all of us should have an open mind and think. Um, For those conservatives that see all of the fallacies of the COVID-19 thing, may I remind you that it was Donald Trump that developed Operation Warp Speed. It was Donald Trump that was primarily responsible for the vaccine. Uh, Donald Trump followed most of the recommendations from Dr. Fauci. Uh, Donald Trump allowed Dr. Fauci to continue in his office through his entire presidency. And that's just... The truth. Um, There was crazy, out-of-control spending during the Trump years. Uh, I think Donald Trump proved, and again, don't tell me you're not anti-Trump. Listen to what you're—I'm just just pointing out facts, okay? So that when it comes time to make a decision as to who we vote for in the primary— We make an informed choice. All right? And I'm not telling you not to vote for Trump. And I'm not telling you to vote for someone else. I'm just saying, you got a brain. Use it. Don't be blinded by someone's personality. Spending was crazy during the Trump years. Now, there was COVID. No doubt about it. You cannot look at the the economic policies of Donald Trump without looking at COVID. All right? we got to do that. Then just another thing to think about, if you look at the top people in the Trump administration, Donald Trump did almost a pathetic job in hiring people. Look at... How many former top-ranking officials that Donald Trump himself appointed who have now turned on him? There's a long, long list of people that Donald Trump said were the very best of the best of the best of the best, and they either turned out to be a disaster in their office or... After the Trump administration, they have basically turned. Mike Pompeo, Bill Barr, Mike Pence, Kelly McInerney, and the list goes on and on and on, including... I was listening to a uh, nationally syndicated conservative talk show this morning, and the host of the show said... FBI director Christopher Ray is horrible, he's pathetic. He needs to be fired. He must be fired. He's one of the worst FBI directors in American history. Christopher Ray must be fired. This was a conservative. Guess who appointed Christopher Ray as the FBI director? He is not a Biden appointee. He is a Trump appointee. Um and Donald Trump has prided himself on hiring people. Remember The Apprentice? One of his greatest abilities was finding out quality people to hire. Um, he doesn't have a real good track record in uh, those that he has appointed. Okay. Once again, and I know some of you are going, well, you're just anti-Trump. No, I'm not. I am so grateful that he was president. We all owe him a debt of gratitude for Roe versus Wade being overturned. We owe him a debt of gratitude for changing so much of the federal courts with his appointments. He did an incredible job. He moved um, the uh, American embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. He had the guts. He had the courage to do it. He brokered the Abraham Accords, one of the greatest peace achievements in the Middle East in recent history. There is much good that Donald Trump did. Let's just not be blind. There are some huge weaknesses in Donald Trump. Uh, is he the best Republican candidate? Maybe, maybe, but as we make that determination, we need to look at the whole person, whether it's Ron DeSantis or Vivek Shami or Donald Trump or whoever it is, we need to look at the whole person. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I hesitate to even say it again. I've said it so many times. But as we look back on the whole COVID thing, and have we forgotten how desperate this thing was? Do you remember all of the restaurants in town shut down? You remember that? I do. You remember when Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart shut down? You remember when almost all of the grocery stores were shut down? And if you did go into the grocery store, just the dumb things, the dumb things that we allowed people to do. Do you remember the one-way aisles at the grocery store? Do you remember that? You had to wear a mask. And, of course, now we know that they didn't know good whatsoever. And then you went into the grocery store, and you had to wipe down your grocery cart. We now know that COVID was not spread on contact. We know that. And then they had the arrows at the end of every aisle, and the aisles were one way. Remember that? And I, I remember going to uh, our local grocery store and trying to figure out where the the arrow was pointing. And a couple of times, I found myself going the wrong way on the aisle. Now, there was nobody there. There was nobody else in the aisle. But I still felt like, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, Do you remember that? Is there any proof, any evidence that that did anything? Uh-uh. No, no. And then, of course, when the restaurants were open, they had to put up, they had to put up plastic barriers. There was, this, there was this one restaurant in Westerville. I won't mention the name, but they're out of business now. Joy and I went with another couple, some friends of ours. And we walked in, and they had plastic shower curtains hanging from the ceiling. And in order to get to your, and the tables were had a shower curtain on all four sides. So you went in, you had to part the shower curtain with your hands, and you went in, sat at the table, and you were completely surrounded by plastic shower curtains. It was the most bizarre-looking thing I think I've ever seen. Um, and, and again, the, the radical things that we were forced to do, I couldn't come to the office here. I had to work from home. Um, and if, if I did come to the office, we couldn't talk to each other. We couldn't get within six feet of each other. Um, you couldn't be in the, this, the hallway at the same time with somebody else and, um, It was just nuts. It was nuts. And once again, as we look back, almost, almost, not all of it, but almost none of that helped. Almost everything was worthless. But people were screaming and yelling, do something, do something, do something. I don't want to die. And hey, I don't want to die either. But anyway, anyway. The primary person behind all of that nonsense was Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins. Anthony Fauci, the director of the National uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. diseases. I'm having a hard time talking today. Anthony Fauci, uh, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and Francis Collins who was then the director of the National Institutes of Health. They were the ones that were primarily behind this. Okay. We were told over and over and over again, this came from a wet market from bats in Wuhan, China. Now, very few people thought about the unbelievable coincidence that one of the largest labs in the world working on infectious diseases and viruses was in the same city. Oh, what a coincidence. And, of course, then the conspiracy theory that it came out of the lab. And it was probably a human-engineered virus that was either intentionally or accidentally released from the lab— and then killed millions of people. Well, anybody who said that it came from the lab was considered to be a conspiracy nut job. Now we know. The greatest evidence now is it did come from the lab. Well, there is a select committee on the coronavirus pandemic and on Tuesday of this week, I would encourage you, those of you that are interested in this, check out some of the proceedings of the Select Medic Committee on the Coronavirus uh, that occurred this coming, uh, this past Tuesday. Emails have been um, uncovered between Fauci, Francis Collins, and some other foreign scientists. And in uh, and, and the uh, the contents of uh, conference calls as well, and we now know that there was a concerted effort to disprove the lab theory that it came out of the lab. Why? If it embarrassed China. No, I'm not making this up. I I just encourage you to check it out for yourself. I have a long report in my hand. I don't have time to go into it, and it's very complicated. But I encourage you to look at it. Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, and some other top government officials intentionally tried to disprove the leak theory because they didn't want China embarrassed. Yeah, somebody needs to be prosecuted. Will they? We'll see. Hey, folks, have a great evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen, Think. think, discern. Discern